Welcome to Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up with the Successpert, award-winning financial educator, wealth expert, speaker, and author Alfred Edmund Jr. and your co-host, life coach and author D. Marshall. It's Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up. Welcome to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I am D.C. Marshall. And, and I'm here. Alfred Edmund Jr. And we're here to talk about opportunity of all things, even in the midst of a pandemic, even in such a time as this. Uh, so you really want to listen in, stay tuned, because we're going to give you some food to nurture you, some medicine to heal you, and some energy to move forward in such a time as this. In the name of opportunity. How about that, Dave? All right, it's Be Lifted Up. We'll be right back. It's your guide to living an abundant life. Be Lifted Up. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. And I'm DC Marshall. Join our conversation right here on HUR Voices, Sirius XM, Channel 141. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. We're really excited to talk to you today because in this pandemic season, we want to ask a driving question. Can anything good come out of the pandemic season? Listen, if you're children of God, if you're part of his kingdom, then you recognize that God can bring good out of any and everything. All things work to the good of those who love the Lord. But we're going to go do a deep dive into that in a real practical way when we talk about faith and finance during the course of this show. So what do you think, Dee? We're we're, going to get some good stuff out of this, right? Absolutely. Of course. Of course. I'm ready. So, you know, one of the things that I'm really thinking about and I've been thinking about over the past year, really, is about looking for, and I almost don't like the idea of the silver lining as cliche, but the idea that no matter what is happening, something is happening good for me. Something happening is good for us. And it's about being vigilant. It's about being faithful. It's about being aware. It's about listening and looking for the good, to think on those good things. Because if you're not thinking about it, you won't recognize it when it's right in front of your face. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. In fact, so where I have anchored in in this month, um, which is interesting, we're talking about could anything good come of the pandemic? Um, I shared on one of the shows, the previous show, um, I talked about mindset and having um, perspective, right? And anchoring and guiding perspective. But now that we've moved into this pandemic and we've been in it for a few months, I have another level of, of thought that I'm framing and I'm operating on. And that is, I am expectant. That's where I am in terms of mindset. And um, expectant just meaning that while we are still in a pandemic, in fact, I'm going to now go ahead and say we're in a pandemic within a pandemic, right? Um, we are amid a global reckoning of racism against Black people in this country. And so there's a pandemic within, but I'll go back to can anything good come out of it considering pandemic number one, a health crisis is horrible. Um, people have lost lives. And then, um, right, uh, God rest his soul, George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor and many others have lost their lives. And so, and we're talking about, could anything good come out of it? Of course, um, when God is still God, absolutely. But here's where I anchored. I am expectant. And what does that mean? It means that I am intentionally setting or level setting 
my mind in terms of what I am believing for and hoping for, um, in fact, and how it is I'm activating my faith, right? Like that's a sign of how I am activating my faith. If I say I believe in God, Alfred, then it would make sense that I could be expectant. I could be hopeful. I am in positive expectation. I am believing for God to show up in a powerful way um, and I have even a deadline date on when I am believing God to do something powerful, even in this season. Yeah. And so I think that's what it means to um, really activate activate our faith in, in that regard, right? Can anything good come of a, a pandemic? Absolutely. When God is God and we believe that and when we are operating in our faith, what does that look like then, D. Marshall? It looks like being in positive expectation, believing that everything is purposeful, nothing will be wasted. God is a God of intention. He doesn't, he is not surprised by our circumstances. And so this is about us lining up our faith and our behavior with the God of hope and the God who promises hope because we could certainly be down and depressed and discouraged um, in this season, right? With health crises and the fact that people who look like us, Alfred, have lost their lives. Um, absolutely, we could be, and we have the choice, but God gives us choice. And so can anything good come out of a pandemic? Yes, if God is God and he gives us the opportunity to ask and to be hopeful in him. So you know, this is this is the space where I live and dwell in expectancy, being in positive expectation. Even now, I am believing God to show up. God is working now, even in dismantling systemic racism. Come on, Holy Spirit. Come on, God. You hit a point that I really do want to hit during the course of the show. When we come back from the break, we're going to go even deeper into this. You say positive expectation, which I share of what's to come. But I also say unyielding appreciation and gratitude for what's already being done, even as we speak in the now. So this idea of positive expectation and unyielding gratitude and praise for the now, for what's happening yeah. now, even in this pandemic. Let's let's you know jump on that. You're listening to Be Lifted Up Radio, and we'll be right back with Alfred Emmy Jr. and DC Marshall. Hi, I'm Dee Marshall. And I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. Catch us every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on HUR Voices, Sirius XM Channel 141 for Be Lifted Up. Your guide to living an abundant life. Welcome back. It's Be Lifted Up. I am DC Marshall, and he is Alfred Edmund Jr. All right, and we are talking about this pandemic. And so we, we've been having this conversation for some time, but the question that we have is, you know, can anything come out of this pandemic season? And so, you know, if you think about it in this way, um, clearly, uh, as Alfred mentioned, God is doing a new thing or God is doing something, right? Just as believers, that's what, uh, that's kind of where we stand. We just are always in the, um, in the space of hoping and trusting, trusting is probably the best word, trusting that God is doing a new thing. And so um, I want to just ask the question uh, or, or a few questions. And it's really about, you know, if you've ever wondered about making a shift 
um, in your life or a shift in the workplace, this could be the opportunity to reposition yourself. You may have heard me talk about this is a season of resetting. So, you know, can anything good come? Absolutely. You can plan something good. So here's the question, you know, where do you see yourself on the other side of this? Where do you see yourself this time next year? Um, are you okay with where you are uh, right now? Because if the answer is no, that gives you some direction and guidance about what's possible uh, in this pandemic season. Or, you know, are you ready for a change? It could be a life change, a career change, a relocation. Um, you know, it could be pursuing something that is is on your heart. And so I really want you to think about, you know, as the economy um, is reopening and it has reopened, as you're thinking about remote working and, um, you know, many of us still being hunkered down, right? Alfred and I are still hunkered down. We, He's where he lives. I am where I am. And we're making things work. Um, you know, meetings are different. School is different. Learning is different. Church is different. Everything is is different. Even telehealth is different. Um, you know, how we see our physicians, everything is different. So consider all of that. And we really just want to talk through that, you know, what good can come of this? Does that make sense, Alfred, in terms of what we're really, uh, you know, inviting inviting each other and people to really think through now about, be intentional about this? What say you? Yeah, it, it makes total sense. And you, you asked the question about, are you happy where you are? I take this step further. If we're being honest with ourselves even before this chapter, this season, in our lives, let's say we're going back to January or even December of last year. Were you happy and fulfilled even then? Could this season be your opportunity to stop and think about, is my calling the same? Is my purpose the same? Is the way that I serve my calling and purpose the same, even if the calling and purpose themselves didn't change? Is God calling for me to do new things in a new way? I mean, the most obvious example, given what we're even doing right now, the work that Dee and I do as a team on this show and separately in our separate business professional lives is basically the same purpose, the same mission, but we've had to reimagine totally how do we serve? How do we serve our, the people that we serve? How do we support yeah. the people that we support? So it could be you're still on the right path of calling and purpose, and a lot of ministers, the pastors are really finding this out, the same calling, but you got to do it in a whole new way to be yeah. effective. And yeah. so this is really an opportunity. You've been calling it a reset season. I've been calling it cocoon season, time for metamorphosis, to say the way it used to be, while you may not have been suffering, maybe it wasn't meant to be that way. And this is your chance to realign yourself where God really, really wants you to be. Yeah, absolutely. And so we're talking about resetting career-wise. Um, consider working in expanding industries. So science, that might be, you know, health sciences, um, you know, contact tracing, medical workers. These are opportunities that are available now. If you think about distribution and the ability to ship and deliver quickly, uh, think about services and and big brands like Amazon and UPS. Think about education and online learning. OMG, there's so much opportunity to go into 
online learning and education or academia, if you have a solution as to how you can better deliver. Uh, you know, I saw this on, on the news the other day, a teacher, oh my God, it was so precious. She was so passionate about her students. She drove her pickup truck, I think something like, you know, maybe 20 miles or something and put a desk on on the back of the flatbed so that she could create like a desk and a chair and, and an outdoor classroom opportunity just so her students could come. Oh my God, I can't even talk about it, but it was just so emotional to watch. Um, one, to watch her passion for kids. And then two, and I'm getting emotional because the kids really make me emotional about just where kids are and how confusing it might be for them. Um, but also how passionate she was, but Alfred, how creative she was, right? And so that could be a whole business. It could be a whole franchise. And so education, even communication, remote remote meeting companies. Let me tell you something. All of the remote meeting companies are not canceled. Guess what? They are increasing and enlarging and expanding their business. There's more money than ever. They are enlarging their territory. And by the way, y'all should have purchased their stocks because I own all, or at least I own probably the ones that I support the most, uh, <coughs> Zoom. And <laughs> anyway, but if you think about Zoom and Slack and Microsoft Teams, so these are all of the industries perhaps that you could be thinking about in terms of where are their opportunities and can anything good come of a pandemic? Absolutely. And so, um, does that make sense, Alfred? Do you have any yeah. other? Uh, well, I want to jump in a little bit more deeper on this education part because I want people that go beyond, oh, I can teach school children or I could teach on, you know, remote learning for a college, you know, traditional education. The fact of the matter is, if you have expertise on practically anything that somebody else might want to know, from cooking to sewing, to fitness, the whole fitness industry has been transformed by this idea of instead of doing physical classes in a room, they're doing it via Zoom. You have something to teach and educate people about. Um, if you have a real passion for the scripture and you really want to teach, do a deep dive teaching on the word, there's just so many ways now that you can get into educating people where now, whether you're a child or you're an adult, we're spending a lot more of our time and we're becoming a lot more accustomed to doing what we're doing right now, sitting in front of a computer, sharing, engaging, inspiring, informing. And so when we talk about education, I don't mean just you can go teach an elementary school class, you could teach, and there are people who are more than willing to pay to, to say, I wanna learn this, I wanna to enroll, I wanna to learn to sing, I wanna to learn to write. You know, these master classes are blowing up all over the place and they're not running out of customers who wanna take those classes. So I, I, the education one is a huge one because any one of us can be an educator. Absolutely, absolutely. I think you make a good, uh, a, a great point for people who are thinking, but I don't have anything. Everybody has something. Absolutely. In fact, um, you know, um, the word of the Lord says that God gives us each our own unique gift. You know, we came here. Um, on purpose and for a purpose. Um, so as children of God, there's something unique about you. Um, the word says in Psalm 139, for my eyes saw your unformed body when I when you were made in a secret place and you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, and the word says in, um, I believe it's Ephesians 2.10, it says, 
you are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good work that he prepared in advance for you to do. What is that good work? What is that preparing? It was your gift. And so whatever is um, the gift in you, uh, the gift is not for you. It is for you to share. And so absolutely there's uh, opportunity for you and wonderful things could come from uh, a pandemic. So then, okay, so then where do you start? How do you start this, right? So you start by evaluating your skills, right? Um, evaluating what it is that you do well now, right? Because it could be that you don't know your God-given gift. And and so then you wouldn't monetize that because you don't know it. But what you could do is evaluate what it is that you do know and look to that um, in terms of in terms of monetizing. Uh, monetize, right? Can I plug in a little something on that point? Yeah, sure. It might be something that you think is totally frivolous. In other words... You're really good at it. You get excited about it, but you don't think it's really a value. And the per- and what I'm thinking about, what I've seen, I'm thinking about a particular person. There's this young lady on Instagram that does these amazing, like makeup videos. I don't mean just like makeup. I'm gonna go out, go out to dinner makeup. I mean really imaginative, like and transformations of her face and with music. And I mean, I can't. It's like it's amazing. I'm not into makeup. I follow her Instagram because I'm like, I can't get enough of, and she, and she teaches all the people who are basically artists, you know, it's more the artists than the makeup, yeah. creators who wanna, how do I make a video like that? How do I edit it? What are the types of makeup that I use? How do you get that wig? What kind of, and you know, it's the kind of thing that somebody would look at that and say, who cares? But yeah. she is very, very well for herself because she's found a tribe of people who are yeah. just as passionate. So even if it's something that you might have thought, oh, this is not really that important, Right. There's somebody else who thinks, no, this is critically important and I want to get into it. So that yeah. skills analysis, you're right. You gotta realize that if God placed that in you, it's good. And mm-hmm. if it's good, you can bear fruit from it. Absolutely, absolutely. So you look at your adaptive, uh, you know, how adaptive you may be, uh, right, in terms of personality traits. Are you a quick learner? Are you um, patient? You know, and it's so interesting to hear you talk about that artist, the makeup artist, and the fact that you watch. That's the sign of a really good genius in whatever the craft is, because you're somebody who's not interested, like you said, in makeup. That's not your space, but you can't get enough of watching. And so she has something that is really unique and really interesting that grabs your attention. And that touch of excellence that God gives you that makes the world have to pay attention. That's right. I'm like, I'm going to put this on you in such a way that the world can't, I could not ignore this. I kept going back to it. I said, why am I playing? Just follow the girl. Follow her. And bring her I, like it. I like it. A sidebar, you don't have to tell me who that is. Or, or tag, you know what, tag me on whatever it is. I, that I will do that. I yeah. will do that. And so here's the other thing that you all, uh, you know, that we can think about in the season when we think about, um, you know, what can come of the pandemic in terms of new opportunities, but looking at transferable skills as well, right? What is it that you have from one um, career or your previous career or maybe two, three jobs ago, um, something that you learn and maybe you didn't like it, but maybe it is something that set you apart. It helped to increase your value or increase your unique uh, serving proposition or your your usp your unique selling proposition 
Um, and, and so, yeah. And then also think about what are the things you like to do versus the things that you do well. Uh, so those are some thoughts, I think, when you um, consider what can come of a pandemic. And, and it could be a new opportunity for you, a new career, a new business, um, a new initiative, a new movement. There's so much that can come of, of this. So, yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Real good stuff. Real good stuff. Yeah. So listen, yeah. stay with us. We got more for you. Uh, we're going to give you some thoughts about how to, to really up your game. Um, we already talked about upping your mindset, but some of the steps you should take so that you really can get some good um, out of this pandemic season uh, that will continue to serve you when this pandemic season is over. There'll be more seasons, uh, but in all of those seasons, if you're walking with God, something good will come out of it. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Be Lifted Up Radio. I'm Alfred Emmett Jr. And I'm DC Marshall. We'll be right back. I'm DC Marshall. And I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. Join us and have a conversation on how do you live an abundant life. It's Be Lifted Up every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time right here on HUR Voices, Sirius XM Channel 141. Welcome back to Be Lifted Up Radio. This is Alfred Edmund Jr. and I'm with DC Marshall. And we're talking about the good that we can bring out of the pandemic season, the good that God has for us in every season. And now we want to talk about some things that you could be doing to take advantage of the good things. We've established that there are good things, that if we're vigilant, if we're listening, if we're connected, we will recognize those good things. We will live with hopefulness and expectation and gratitude. Mm -hmm. But there are some things you can do to be really proactive about taking advantage of those things. Right, Dee? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, acquiring new skills is, is something that you can do proactively. Um, you know, I, I talked to a guy today who is, he was a trainer. Actually, he's still a fitness trainer. Um, but what he mentioned to me today is that he's working another business. And he says something so powerful. He says, you know, my fitness um, training business, he said, I'm not taking on new clients. He said, you know, my desire is really to give that away. He said, because that's my passion. And it was really interesting hearing him talk about it um, or talk it through. And I got what he was saying. He started out um, as a fitness trainer a little while ago, but I think it became a business for him and it took the passion and the love. He didn't want it to be a financial, he, he, he so loved it. He, he didn't want it to be a need. And I thought it was so powerful. He's in real estate. So like, I mean, they're like flipping houses and I mean, he's a real estate developer and a real estate investor, but he loves fitness. And I thought that was so powerful and I got what he was saying. And and so so when I say acquiring new job skills, um, he said that he was taking some courses for fitness, but that's not even his business. He just loves it. So I I know you're big into fitness, Alfred. I know you want to say something. So go well, ahead. Two things. One, I feel the same way about fitness. But if it was my job, I don't know if I'd feel the same way. Right. You're saying you know, people are like you should become a personal trainer. I even explored that. You know, getting the certifications. And I'm like, that'll take all the fun out of it if I have to do this to make money versus yeah. me doing it for the joy of doing it. So I totally get that. 
But the other point I, I was going to make is that I was jumping out of my chair in terms of acquiring job skills. This is a great example of the good of the pandemic because practically any job skill you can get to our point earlier about education is you can do it from home. Like you can, everybody, you know, from colleges and universities to trade schools, everybody understands if I'm going to get people into this profession, I better have an online solution for people to learn it. So again, you could say being sheltering in place, um, you could say that was a bad thing for your social life or a bad thing in terms of being able to connect with your family and friends. But the good news is whatever you want to learn that can upgrade your skills for this new thing you want to do, whether it's real estate, real estate is a great example. You don't have to go anywhere to learn real estate. You can learn that from home. Yeah. Um, you know, much selling is now done online. Even showing the houses is done online. So I, I just think it's a great opportunity. It's a great example of a good thing that came out of a so-called bad thing, which is, oh, I'm stuck at home and I got to get everything on, on the computer. Um, no, that's a good thing because you can upgrade your skills from yeah. the company. Absolutely. And even think about acquiring new credentials. I mean, so if you're upgrading a job skill, that's something that you can, you can either learn by experience or you could teach, you know, you could be self-taught online or you could do some formal um, online learning. You know, um, one of my, um, I don't know if you follow Masterclass, the Masterclass series, but um, that's an online learning series that I love to uh, learn from. And so I registered, it's called masterclass.com to be quite yeah. honest. Um, and so there's a lot of celebrity instructors, uh, you know, um, and so, so, you know, you could certainly learn new skills, you can upskill, but you can also learn and, and earn a credential. And yeah. so what other, you know, what better way to spend your time? I mean, we've got a lot of time now at home that we could really dedicate to. So I think earning um, a, a new credential would be a way to really celebrate 2020. Like, okay, I did a hard reset. I got my finances together. I either made money or I reset. I became debt-free, but I also was able to up-level my skills, my credentialing, and position myself for a new career opportunity. So that would be the second way to up-level your game. You know, a great resource that I, a person that I know I've interviewed um, for my show and at, at Women of Power, actually, as well, is a woman named Erica Spradley. She's known as Confident Career Woman. Oh. Um, and, and her whole thing is about the ask. Uh-huh. Uh, right up in that, you have not because you ask not. Uh-huh. So in addition to the skill sets and up-leveling the skill set, in addition to getting the credentials, she also stresses that I'm stressing, this is your season to think about what do you really want? Yeah. And instead of waiting for someone to just offer it to you, make up your mind. I'm going to I'm going to ask for that. I'm going to ask for that raise. I'm going to ask for that new role. I'm going to ask to, to, to get into this business or that business, because too often we wait on the credential. We wait on the approval and, mm -hmm. and women and black women in particular, um, which is what her passion is, that women are used to just working hard and hoping someone yeah. notices them and that they'll just give it to them. And her thing is no ask. And, and I love it because it speaks to our, our faith as, as uh, believers. Yeah. We should ask for what we want. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody made a point on, on Facebook the other day, and I, I'm, I'm leading to you as my uh, scriptural <laughs> partner. She said, Jesus did not perform any miracle without being asked first. Without being asked. Oh, yeah. He was asked. asked. And, we, asked. And, then, and so this, this whole idea, which is another thing that's 
been in my spirit during this whole you know season is what what do I say that I want that I've been telling God that I want but I won't ask for. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So so yeah. This okay. So it's confident career woman. Her name is Erica Spradley. And and do you love her? She loves you too. So I gotta oh, make sure. Yes. You you have to, you and that, I feel like I feel like there's a connection that needs to happen. But I'm gonna read something um, that I shared today. Too often we rob God of the opportunity to answer our prayers because they are so vague. Don't worry about when God answers or how God answers. That isn't our responsibility. Our responsibility is to simply discern what God wants and then humbly yet boldly ask him for it. And God will throw in a few holy surprises along the way because he may spell the answer differently than uh, we spelled the request. And it's not in here. Um, Oh, no. Then it goes on to say, this was my uh, devotional. Jesus is still asking the question, what do you want me to do for you? Um, I thought what was in my post today was your point about us not having the courage to ask because we are afraid of um, being uh, or, or um, appearing like a fool if he doesn't respond. I'll have to share that with you. Uh, on another on another show, but yes, this you're, is about all the points I'm trying to make. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, yeah. When so when we talk about can the good come out of this? Yes, there's all the practical things we just talked about: adapting our skills, finding our passion, looking for where the new needs are. Because that's the other thing: what was needed before the pandemic may be different than what is needed today, and you might be better positioned by God to serve the new need. Mm -hmm. But if you don't ask, if you won't. One, consider that there's good to be found. And then once you accept that there's good to be found, you won't ask for it. You won't ask. And, and to your point, which I think is even more importantly, ask with a degree of specificity. That's right. That's right. I think also, we get a little, you know, God, I know I'm not really trying to. No, God is like, be bold. First of all, he already knows what you want anyway. So why are you being. Let's say, God, this is what I want. I'm going to, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to water it down. I'm not going to, I don't want, no, just ask for it. Mm -hmm. Ask for it. Mm -hmm. This is so good. You know, this is the conversation I love to have all day, every day um, about just how awesome it is that we have, um, you know, the, the faith and the relationship and the opportunity um, that we have as a result of being children of God um, and, and heirs and heirs to the throne and daughters and sons to the king. So I absolutely love it. And so, well, yeah. And it's so important in periods of adversity, like many of us are going through now, that's when you should draw hope from the fact that you, you're not going to suffer and, not, and God not care about what happens to you. That's right. That you're not gonna, he's not gonna not provide for you. So, you know, again, I, I, I'm almost, I'm excited even in the, this period of difficulty. And I want to, I don't want to make it sound like I'm gonna have my own challenges going through this. But I'm excited, as you said, about what's going to happen, what's going to come out of this, because I know God is not going to take me through this and leave me hanging. He's not yeah. going to do that. And it's so important for our, 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 you know, our, our be lifted up audience, our people, to, to embrace that idea that this is something, not only is something going to come good, good is going to come out of this, it almost has to because God keeps his promises. Absolutely. 
God is not a man that he would lie, nor the son of man that he would not keep his promises. That's Bible. It is written in his word. And it is also written that God will do um, according to our faith. So whatever it is that we're asking God, we have to believe and have the faith that God is able and that he will. And so the posture in this pandemic season is really to be um humble, uh, you know, and and uh, come humbly, but boldly before the throne of grace to obtain mercy in the season and to really cling to God, Abba Father, right now, like never before, um, just so he could keep us and just so we could be an eyesight or line sight for God to really um, just do something um, and uh, in this season and, and to be hopeful for something Good, great, and wonderful. Okay, so the last thing in terms of upping your game in this, uh, you know, in pan in uh, during the pandemic, um, how about becoming bilingual? You could learn another language: Spanish, yeah. Chinese, French. Actually, you know, a lot of kids now are learning Mandarin. Have you heard of that? Oh Have yeah, yeah. I literally I just interviewed um, Sabrina Lamb of WorldOfMoney.org. In fact, the interview airs tomorrow um, and at, at blackenterprise.com. And they teach their, their kids, again, it's about the world of money, Mandarin Chinese. It's, a, it's an important language for business. Yeah, yeah. But to your point, that's another great example of something that you don't, you could always have learned that online. You could always yeah. learn that along the way. You never had to go to a building or a classroom to do that. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you're right. If you're, you know, some of us are binge watching, you know, TV. <laughs> Others are saying, you know what, I'm going to take this extra two hours that I'm at home by myself and learn French or learn Spanish or learn Mandarin Chinese. And mm -hmm. it's automatically going to make you more marketable today and tomorrow. Um, yeah. What you might want to do with your career, your life and your finances. Yeah. 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 So, well, uh, listen, this is it, I think it's great conversation to stay encouraged and to stay hopeful. And, and that is what, uh, or why we appreciate this opportunity uh, to connect. And uh, that's what the show is about, right? This is about faith and finances. It's about the lifestyle of, or um, uh, abundant lifestyle, I should say. And um, yeah, I'm just full right now. I think I'm just full, kind of. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful. I don't like to use the word excited during the pandemic. I like hopeful. And so I'm hopeful. He's excited. It's okay. This is Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant no, life. life. <laughs> it's your guide to living an abundant life. Be Lifted Up. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. And I'm DC Marshall. Join our conversation right here on HUR Voices Sirius XM Channel 141. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I am D.C. Marshall, and he is... Alfred Edmund Jr. And we are talking about, can anything good come of Nazareth? Actually, not Nazareth, but it's close, right? That's yeah. what the Bible says. And I'm sure you've heard that sermon um, a million times. But the question for this show was, and is, can anything good come of a pandemic? 
And absolutely, we are in agreement because we are believers and God is a God of abundance and he is a God of hope that absolutely uh, something good can come of it. Um, it's really about looking at your opportunities, what you want, who you want to be, where you want to do, uh, where you want to go, what you want to have. And so we were talking about career opportunities in this show. And so, um, you know, I think the, the, the scripture, uh, and we've talked about a lot of biblical support in this show, Alfred, to be quite honest, but I'll add, I'll add one more is the word of the Lord says that um, God will make room for our gift. God makes room for the gift. And what comes to mind when I think about God making room for the gift is it really just means our responsibility is just to step out in the gift, to step out on the gift and to remember the gift is not for us, but it's for someone else. God gave it to us to serve his people. And so because the Bible said God's uh, God will make room for it. If we step out, God is going to open a door. He's going to create an opportunity. He's going to be the one on the other side, right? To part the Red Sea, so to speak. So what do you say about that, Alfred? Well, I, whenever I go through periods of adversity or I'm counseling others, entrepreneurs and others through periods of adversity, uh, and, and I'm coming from a position of faith, I always tell people that God only prepares. He does not punish he doesn't take us through adversity because he doesn't love us. So if you're going through challenges, whether it's a personal challenge or in this case, a global challenge, he is preparing us for, for a purpose that's in his will that we don't understand and see, which means we're going to come out better for it. No matter what we're going through, we're going to come out better for it. The things we're losing are going to be replaced by things that are much more valuable, that are much better than what we in our minds have lost. And if we always remember that, then we can embrace our gifts, discover new gifts, and again, assume that we're being taken through this, not to this. God didn't bring us to a pandemic. He's bringing us through a pandemic, and we're going to come out on the other side better for it. Yeah. Come on, preach, Bishop. I'm, I'm just trying to keep up with you. You know, I got I to gotta, I gotta hang with you. I got to hang with you because you, you just you keep filling my heart every show. <laughs> Hey, well, this is good content, at least for me. I mean, this is my favorite, you know, this is my favorite stuff to talk about. In fact, you know, thinking about this topic of God making room for um, for our gifts, I think about so much of my career where, again, you know, God just opened, opening doors and creating opportunities that I know without a shadow of doubt, it was nobody but God. Not that, you know, people were... Um, creating doors and, and opportunities. But I know that God uses people to bless other people and to bless his children. God works through people. And yes. so this whole idea about God gives each and every one of us a unique gift. And our gift is to serve um, people in the earth, right? Um, that is where, you know, we're going to have to make an account or a there, there'll be a reconciling of sorts at the gate, I like to say, right? Where God is going to ask. It's almost like the parable of talents where God gave you talents. Your talents. That's well, right. And then he's yeah. going to be looking for something in return. 
And so I frame that as when we get to the gate, God is going to say, now, what did you do, son, with what I gave you? What did you do, daughter, with the gift, with the struggle, with the story, with the messy this, with the, you know, with the broken heart, with the failure? He's going to ask for an account. What do you do with that? That was to, you know, that was to serve a very necessary uh, or very unique purpose um, in the earth. So um, that's what really just lights me up, that nothing is wasted. God uses everything. He has something amazing for everybody, a gift for everybody. And um, so, yeah, yeah, this is just super uh, sweet to my spirit to just be in this conversation about it. No doubt. Listen, everybody. This is Be Lifted Up Radio. This is what we talk about every show. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Be sure to follow B, the letter B, Lifted Up Radio, at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And of course, BeLiftedUpRadio.com. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. You can find me at Alfred Edmund Jr. on all social platforms. And we have DC Marshall. Yep. You can also find on Twitter, Instagram, and all social platforms. That's right, at DC Marshall. So thanks for tuning in. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. Take care. Bye-bye. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life.